1: You are listening to Hashtag No Filter on Revolver. Today's episode is with the wonderful Crystal Faircloth. You all may know her from her website, her blog, A Pinch of Lovely. Uh, She's kind of like an OG in the blogging world. And she also more recently started a podcast called Slow Your Scroll Podcast, which I was actually on a few weeks back. So I'll link to that in the show notes if you want to listen to that. Crystal is just so sweet, so fun to talk to. We talk about all sorts of things, how she got her start, how she kind of pivoted from what she was doing to what she's doing now, how she manages it all. She's a wife. She's a mother. She has a podcast. She has a website. She has a lot going on how it's been for her during all the craziness in the world right now, uh, how she's grown her Instagram following, and so much more. It's a really fun episode. She's just so, so sweet and really just great to talk to. Before we get into the episode, I did want to mention this week I launched my Patreon page finally. I know I've been talking about that for a little while. If you're unfamiliar with Patreon, it is a membership platform that podcasters, bloggers, YouTubers, content creators uh, in general use. And it's a way for you, the listeners, the audience, to get more content, exclusive content, perks, and much more for a very small fee each month. Uh, And I just launched my page. So I have six different tiers, so six membership options, uh, all with different perks, fun perks. um, And I'm really excited about it. Thank you all so much already for all the support. If you are interested in it, go to patreon.com slash julielorn. I will also link that in the show notes. And without further ado, here is Crystal Faircloth on episode 85 of Hashtag No Filter. Welcome, Crystal. Thank you so much for coming on Hashtag No Filter.
2: It feels like we just spoke, but really a lot has happened since the last time I talked to you. So thank you. I mean,
1: I feel like we literally just spoke. Like, Like, was it two weeks ago? Weeks
2: ago? I feel like it was two weeks ago, but how (laughs) in the world has it? I mean, I don't know. A lot has transpired. I feel like we're just going to not even skip a beat with
1: this. No, exactly. It's crazy. Just things are, we're going to get to all the things. So, first, I want to start with for those who aren't familiar with who you are, I'm sure most people are, but for those who aren't, can you give a little background of who you are, how you got into what you're doing, and like a little synopsis of your life?
2: (laughs) Sure, sure. Um, So, I'm Crystal Faircloth. I am in Baton Rouge. I was was an art major, studio arts, spent a lot of time in studios with paintbrushes and charcoals and you name it. And I went into graphic design and I worked for the LSU athletic department for for almost 10 years with all my internship years included in that, but I worked with a lot of men who wore sweatpants to work, um, workout gear. I was on a football field on a track, um, wow. taking pictures and kind of just overseeing photo shoots and all of you know, the production that goes into the publications for athletics, it wasn't glamorous by any means. So I was looking for an outlet to share some of my other passions. You know, I didn't really get to get all dressed up for work like some people do. So I would, Mm -hmm. I, I started blogging before it was a thing. And wow. um Wait, what year was this?
1: When what, what year did you start blogging?
2: I think my so trick question. I've actually had two blogs. <laughs> so the first oh, right. Tell us about this. Yeah. Was, yeah the first one was probably 2010 and mm-hmm. it was just graphic design. Like I just share projects that I was working wow. on. And this was right around Pinterest Beta. I don't even know how That's I was invited to be a member of Pinterest Beta. Brilliant. I literally had nothing. Um, so that was around then. And that's really when I started realizing people were like posting outfits, just like pictures mm-hmm. of themselves. I was like, wow, that's kind of fun. So what did I do? I got out my little point and shoot digital camera, the ones that you would stick in your purse and go to the bar with back in the day. Yes. <laughs> and all of my blog post photos for the first few years, probably were headless. Like I I didn't, um, I, I like cropped my head out. I was like, this is weird. Like what if people see this on Pinterest and realize it's me like with my face in it. So I would just like crop my head out of all my pictures. Oh and then, my um, gosh! so it, the first blog was, uh, I think it was just my name at the time, Crystal Bennett. Yeah. And then, um, I was like, let me have a, like all these girls have like cutesy names. So I'm going to like, Try to add a name and then, uh, you know, yeah. a pinch of lovely dot blogspot.com, you know, because it was
1: oh, our blog spot I little a blogger blog
2: spot. days. <laughs> and so that was probably around 2012 when I finally just, you know, got the blog spot and was official in mm-hmm. that and just been trucking away. And at some point I realized That's- that. I was making the same salary through my blog that I was my full-time job. And I was like, well, wild. What could I do with it if I had even more time to devote to it? Right. So eventually I just um, went full-time and became my own creative director
1: instead of oh my anyone else's. So what? when did you go full-time? How many years did you have the um, blog before you went full-time?
2: I think that was 2015 when I left. Okay. Athletic, so like so
1: five years, you've probably been full-time blogging? Well,
2: I left athletics and I went to another job as a oh. kind of like a design director there, mm-hmm. which only, it only took me about a year being there. And I was like, you know what? My gut feeling was right. And I knew leaving athletics was right, but I, I got it wrong in taking another job. I should have
1: just... Oh like you thing. should have just gone yep. mm-hmm. to like head first blog got it yes. got it got it. Yep. So so you've been doing it now several years. Several full time. Yeah. It feels that's like a lifetime. My, and <laughs> wild. And most recently you started a podcast, Slow Your Scroll podcast. So when mm-hmm. exactly did that launch and how did that come to be?
2: I started Slow Your Scroll, it well I started really putting the work in around August last year. Mm. I had no idea that starting a podcast was basically like restarting an entire blog um, with all yeah. just kind of the back end things, learning tech, learning all these new things. And uh, so I think we finally launched the first episode in November, which oh. probably wasn't the best plan. Like I think in my <laughs> mind I was like, I'm going to start in September. So definitely took a lot longer. There's a whole like scheduling curve and editing curve. And I literally launched in Q4, which is the worst time ever to try to like produce something new content wise. Mm -hmm. Um, So now, but I think that was probably best because I
1: feel like I've finally gotten my footing down. Um, yeah, you know. Exactly, no, exactly. That's so. Now you have, and so when you started, or when you when you thought to start the podcast, what was the inspiration behind that? You wanted to expand your platform, allow for other voices on it. What was kind of that? Um, yeah, I guess your inspiration behind it? Yeah.
2: So a bit of burnout, I think, and. Mm-hmm. I can maybe get a little astrological here, but I'm a Gemini and uh, I get bored easily. So most of the time I always have to have some kind of change to keep me interested. Uh, So for me, all these years, the blog has been that change. And now that I've been doing it so long, I think I just need something else, like another spark. I was like, "What? Well, right. I, I know nothing about podcasting. Let me try this. So it's just yeah. like I'm always kind of tr- trying to learn something else. Um, uh, yeah. just a little burnout from doing it so long. Um, and kind of trying to lean into a pivot where,
1: wherever. A pivot, I exactly. Mm-hmm. I love that. I mean, Cause it's same with, I'm there. I'm not a Gemini. I'm, I'm a Capricorn actually, but I'm very similar in a sense where I, I can get not like tired of people easily, but of things, of projects, like I need something going on the back burner. Like I, I totally get that feeling. So are you, so like if someone asks you, what do you do? Do you say you're a blogger slash influencer slash podcaster? Like how do you describe what you do? Like if someone (laughs) random asked.
2: I literally will say a digital content creator because most people okay. look at me and not even know what I'm talking about, so they don't really ask questions. You know? Okay. <laughs> when I say a blogger, they look at me like, "Okay, you have a hobby." Um, the right, same probably right. with with podcasting. I don't know if everyone. Really knows that there's a you can kind of make that. I certainly don't make enough from my podcast to turn it into a career, right. but people have right. and people can. Oh, of, so, course, um, of course. So I just kind of like to use a, a term that you know makes everything sound a little more official, which it is, but I'm
1: creating content for brands. I love that because I, you know, it, I wanted to ask about the term influencer because obviously people, you know, who follow you, you have a big following. They would probably, I mean, do you consider yourself an influencer? Do you hate that word? Like what I are your thoughts around I it? I hate,
2: hate the <laughs> word. And I knew somehow I would probably get to this. I just didn't know it'd be so soon in the conversation, but I <laughs> really dislike the word influencer. It's not why Me I too. ever started a blog. I never want yeah, to, totally. I don't ever want to feel like I influence anyone. I'm just trying to share things I like, and which is why right. I, I named my blog a pinch of lovely. It was just supposed to be like a daily dose of like something pretty, I love it. you know, I love and it. I kind of have to like take myself back and, Remember why I started my blog, and that's why Mm -hmm. I just wanted to share little snippets
1: of things that might bring people joy, like they do for for me. Um, And people happen to catch on, and they love it, and they follow you. But you don't want to be. There's something about the word influencer that's a little like. Incredibly arrogant, I think, and self-serving. <laughs> it feels
2: wrong. And for me, as someone wrong. who cannot humble brag, I cannot brag on myself. I don't like mm-hmm. it at all. And I'm also not a salesperson. Um, I just remember right. back to high school yearbook days when I was supposed to sell yearbook ads for the back of the book, and it was like <laughs> the worst. It was just terrible. I'm like, I can't ask people <laughs> for money. Like, it is the worst, cringiest feeling for me. Some people are great at it, and I'm like, wow, that's no, awesome. I'm like awful. anyone in sales, I'm like, this is great. That's amazing. You can do it. I. It's just the worst feeling for me of overwhelm. Oh my god, sales, sales awful, awful. awful. <laughs> and that's kind of what it's <laughs> turned into. And especially with the introduction of IGTV and Instagram Stories. Yep. Everything is more sales driven, swipe up driven. And for right. me, I have a real, and it's an ox, like a, it's really confusing because this is what I do, but I actually sometimes really dread it, um, which is mm-hmm. also probably why I started feeling burnout and why I started a podcast. Right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> no, it's, it's, it's a hard, like, you know, because people will say, like, there are girls and guys, but girls that are like, you know, what do you do for, oh, I'm an influencer. Like, there's just something wrong about that. <laughs> I can never
2: I if I could never say that. If someone asked me what I did, I don't think my answer would ever be influencer.
1: Right. No, it's crazy. But people do look at you like that. You know, it's, of course, a newer term, but people do use it. And I guess, so on that note, you know, I'm not, you know, of course, I don't want to do this episode without bringing this up. And I I genuinely want to know, what are you doing? I mean, whether or not you like being called an influencer, you do have a platform, you have a pretty large platform. How are you handling in terms of your platform, everything that's going on in the world right now? And just like, how are you planning to move forward? Have you figured it out? Are you trying to figure it out? Are you getting feedback from people?
2: Gosh, it has been quite the year on social media right? and we're only halfway through it. I know, I'm scared. Never did I ever think that I would be making content inside my house for months at a time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, it's just kind of been from one thing to the next. It's been hard to navigate on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I knew this day would come. I knew that the day would come where Instagram felt more like Facebook. (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I really feel so like that, say that it's so true.
2: That's what's happened. It went from aspirational and fun and uplifting to now it it really is. Now it's not your aunt posting um political posts on on your Facebook right. feed. It is everyone on your Instagram feed. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have to to rein myself in and remember why I started my platform. What are the people who do follow me, following me for, and you know, I think my gut reaction was, well, I post frivolous things like shopping, beauty, skincare, Mm -hmm. what voice do I have in this? And it kind of made me kind of sit back and I talked to some friends about it. And I talked to um, someone that I really trust who is a very good friend who is black of mine. And she was like, Crystal, if people are following you, they follow you for more than just outfits. Um, So I've really had to figure out like, where am I best equipped to speak and share? Um, You're never going to hear me voicing political opinions on my account, Mm -hmm. um, but I will stand up for what's right. (laughs) And I will always try to provide the right resources. So that's kind of been Where I've tried to push more energy, like I do, I do share a lot of shopping. So how can I share new shopping resources or new small businesses that I've never shared before? And now that I do have mom content sometimes, which is also a whole other course to navigate with kids now and how much I actually want to share of my child. But you know, I have a post going up that shares, which books that I've added to his bedtime stories, mm-hmm. you know? So right. there are I love ways that. to share without being aggressive, um, in an uncomfortable way. There's a, there's a way to be exactly. aggressive and sharing and bringing awareness, but you don't want to be aggressive in the wrong ways to make people feel uncomfortable because I always like for my platform to feel like a safe space. So right. if I just, I love that. Rain it back into like safe space. Everyone is safe here, then I
1: can kind of figure out where to go from there. And I love that how you I love that how how you're saying that People are coming to, you, of course, more than for just shopping. But if you are sharing your shopping finds, now you're looking at ways to incorporate other brands that you haven't, you know, shared or shared. I can't even speak. who that you, <laughs> that you haven't shared or, you know, more, maybe it's more diversity, What you're, whatever you're doing. And I think that's really, because people do follow you for a reason. People listen to the podcast for a reason. And so it's, it, do you feel pressure right now with like everything you're seeing on social media from other influencer, blogger type people? Like, are you feeling pressure or is it kind of like- you don't even like, how are you, how are you feeling?
2: I don't know if I'd call it pressure. I do think that I have felt a little bit of heaviness and trying to navigate my feed and and see who's really being authentic and who might not know what to say. You know, like you're just trying to figure out what is everyone sharing? What are their motives behind sharing it? It feels exhausting. Mm -hmm. It's um, totally, and totally. totally, there's a whole cancel culture happening, which mm-hmm. makes it all terrifying to say anything. Um, and I just don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I just need to log off and take a break. Exactly. It was well, my birthday this past weekend. And my gift to myself oh my God, was,
1: birthday. yeah, I didn't
2: even talk about it. I was like, my gift oh, is just taking a break <laughs> wow.
1: to myself. Did you have a nice birthday?
2: I did. You know, I did nothing
1: um i didn't yeah, have to worry about yeah.
2: posting anything it was it was fine
1: um it's, but right and it you know it's it's crazy because social media it's very um this whole cancel culture thing like have you actually question for you have you Gotten any negative feedback, pushback, or a lo- like a lot of people are losing followers. It's almost like a lose lose situation. Like you post, you lose. You don't post, you lose. Have you have you noticed that like in a significant way or no? I think everyone's
2: probably lost followers. Yes. I just think that's the nature of it. I have not looked. I right. I hate numbers. I am not a numbers person. Like I said, I'm an art. I was an art major. I don't like math. I don't like analytics, uh, and that is probably like a key to my job. But I leave right. that for my manager because I yeah cannot. exactly. Hey,
1: you you I, stay in your lane.
2: <laughs> I'm staying in my lane. I will handle the creative process and what I share. But I hate numbers, so. I also find they trick my mind a little bit Mm -hmm. and play around with my mood. So I try to stay away from looking at, at, you know, the difference in followers. But I do think for the most part, uh, people are going to be losing followers for whatever they say, because your words can be taken a million Mm -hmm. different ways, no matter if your intention is correct.
1: Um, Right. So right. have you I, gotten, I, I, have, you, have you gotten feedback? Like have you or uh, not anything you know, negative, no, I only got,
2: I'm not going to say negative. It was a challenging message. Okay. <laughs> and I yep. think a lot of good things have come from, you know, what is, what has happened on social media. I think it has made everyone to kind of step back and take a second and think about what they're posting and. Nice. You know, I even put in my direct, me- in my stories, like I am open to any messages you want to send me personally. And I am trying to answer every single one of them, you know, right. Um, exactly. But I only got one real challenging one. And yeah, exactly. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was scary. Let me just say, I did sweat a little bit reading it, kind of yeah, got yeah. sick to my stomach but Mm -hmm. I did make sure to explain myself. Um, And just for full disclosure, it was, you know, a lot of people right away started posting quotes Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. or artwork. And someone messaged me and said, you know, if you go to your account right now, you can't readily see that you're an ally. And Uh you know what I mean? And I was like, if you go to, if you go to the post that I, I specifically like picked a very special picture, um, that meant a lot to me. And I took a lot of time to put my thoughts into words. And I, yeah. I, was, I just kind of explained, like, I took a lot of time into the post that I did post. Um, and it would, it would have been much easier for me to find a quote, but I did it in a different way. And I know that that might not be what you want to see, but that's, that my intention was good. And so that's all you can really, you're just not going to respond to please everyone.
1: But you're not, and you have to do what you feel is right, and what you you know what's authentically um, what authentically feels right to you. And it's like you're you just won't please everyone. But I appreciate the DMs that I've gotten that are not like negative, but more um, like you said, challenging. Like wondering why I might have posted something, but not coming from a mean place. Like it's just it's I'm happy to have that dialogue with people as long as it comes from a respectful place. I don't want to start arguing like that doesn't feel right. I do want to
2: mention that it was a male who, who sent the message. So he probably doesn't care about my fashion posts anyway, but he's right. local. He, we're, you know, we live in the same city. We probably have right. a lot of the same common interests. So it was kind of a different perspective that I'm not used to, which I also appreciated. Yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's just crazy, like the power of social media, especially during times like this. And you, so you have, a, you've grown a, a very big following. How would you say, like, how, how did it, did it grow steadily over the years or was there one point where just like overnight it, you know, went crazy or, or how have you grown your following?
2: I think um, right now it is so, so hard. To authentically Mm -hmm. grow on Instagram Mm -hmm. and much like Facebook, now that you have sponsored posts and an algorithm, it's just hard. It's nearly impossible. That's why loop giveaways have grown and such. We'll talk about that. Yeah, (laughs) high rates of speed. Um, But for me, I think a lot. I got a lot more traction about two years ago. And Mm. this was before I got pregnant. This was when I was doing a ton of travel. And right. I just think people were looking at Instagram for a different reason and they wanted to find the content, the travel content and the outfit content, and maybe they hadn't followed a lot of bloggers yet. So I I do feel like two years ago, there was kind of like a a following spree and now people have been like, wait, this is too many bloggers in my feed. So they're either removing them or really being
1: thoughtful before they press. So you're not, so you're not, so your growth, it's a, it it sounds like it did not happen overnight, but it happened during a time where you feel it was easier to grow. Yes, I do. Okay. So now is like, you're still obviously growing, I imagine, but it's not at the rate that it once was. Definitely not at the same rate. And I,
2: although back then I was posting twice a day. And so Wait, twice a day on on, on Instagram. Instagram, Instagram. Wow, in feed two posts a day, and now I think what about like you? how did I have so much time? How did I right, do? Right, that? right. Uh, wow, I don't even know. Well, I guess you know why because there was no Instagram stories, so I did have Correct. a little more time to probably think about in feed posts, Um, and that's how. I do think you had a greater chance of probably being thrown in the explore page or like under a top hashtag if you were posting that often. And now people right. don't post that often
1: they post it's like once crazy. A day or so so what advice do you have any that you would give someone who's trying to grow their following on Instagram, un- knowing that there's this alg- crazy algorithm and there's more posts? And do you have advice? I mean, obviously no one has the magic <laughs> answer here, but like, what's your advice for someone?
2: My advice is to join TikTok. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, so tell me, are you big on TikTok? No, I'm not.
2: I'm just, I, I think this is the new frontier. And mm. am I you know, ready to hop over there. No. Like I can't imagine how much time people spend creating TikTok content, but it does right. le- like you don't have to post every single day to TikTok. You can be viral on TikTok weeks after you're you actually post it. So I do think wow. that, you know, Instagram is more now more like Facebook and now TikTok's mm-hmm. kind of like the inst- how Instagram
1: used to be. People go there yeah. to be entertained escape almost. Yeah. Or not even a little bit. Yeah. You know, I'm not on, well, I guess I'm not on TikTok where I create content, but I've joined TikTok just to see what it's all about. And mm-hmm. there are posts that come up, like you said, it looks like they're from weeks ago. Yep. Like it's not chronological by any means.
2: No. And that's what makes it, that's why people are probably getting um, more popular and going viral easier over there because there's not this stringent Instagram right. algorithm kind of thing, and less people are trying to trick the system on that platform. Uh, right, at least for now. Wait until yeah, like two years from now. For now, <laughs> and there's not at like well, there are ads, but it's not there aren't spawn. You know, spawn con isn't as right
1: frequent. It's just. It's like, so do you feel for Instagram, even if someone, you know, is consistently posting every day, using the right hashtags, following all the people, engaging? I mean, yes, they'll grow, but there's really, is it very rare, do you think, where someone grows, like, quickly, these, unless you're, like, a you know, a celebrity, like a, like a I don't know, like Jen Brianna, I mean, unless you're really someone up there. I think your content would have
2: to really be different from anything else that's already there. One of the people that I have followed and saw really grow quickly was Tezza. And it was because no one was doing what she was doing and her content was so different. Her pictures were so striking. Are you
1: talking about, sorry to cut you off the legging brand?
2: No, Tezza, like a uh, T E Z Z A.
1: Wait, what am I thinking of? Do you know, know what I'm talking no, about? The a brand? brand. Well, now I feel really stupid. Is that I'm Googling. Oh, Teza the. Wait, wait, wait. Teza. Oh, so Teza Barton is is the in wait. Hold on. Yeah, and she has
2: her own. No, preset. it is okay. I'm not crazy. She has an Tessa. app. She like she has an app. You can edit all of your pictures with her presets.
0: Oh, okay.
1: No, sorry. I was thinking of Therese, I believe. So sorry. Oh, no. I'm dumb. But she's, yes, yeah. Keza,
2: okay. she's someone I saw just like shoot up um, that I followed And wow. like, very small beginnings. And all was all time. Yeah. I mean, she's, she
1: really grew a lot and fast. I want to see if I'm following her. Now I'm like looking on Instagram. Oh, she has a lot of followers. Mm-hmm, yeah. Wow. I just want to see her. Yeah. No. So it's, so basically if you're doing something, different. Yeah. If you're, you're it, it, that, that could set you apart, but just posting consistently, like, while that's great, it's not a guarantee. I
2: wouldn't I mean, say it's a guarantee. No, you got to pay to play now, <laughs> unless you have, you really um, don't. someone who's good at Facebook ads, because now even like even a, a newbie can't just log on to Facebook ad manager and know how to put up an ad that's going to work. Right. You have yeah. to have someone
1: who knows what they're doing it really, it makes it more challenging. I mean, it really it is such a different ball game now than it was with Instagram a few years mm-hmm. ago. It mm-hmm. really is. It's wild. So, okay. So aside from, you know, the podcast, the blog, Instagram, you're also a mom oh, okay. and a wife. Yep. Yep, yep, so that, too. <laughs> you, that too, I guess, whatever. No, mm-hmm. how do you, you're going to be like, I don't, because most, or you're going to, how do you balance it all? Do you, is there a balance? <laughs> I don't. So, In quarantine,
2: I was losing my mind Mm -hmm. um, because I couldn't get work done. Uh, I have a one-year-old who's like walking around, getting into everything. The second I'd sit at a computer, he'd be into something. So it was really hard for me to to press the pause button on that. Um, But uh, those are moments I'll never, you know, I guess, what's the right word?
1: Like, you know, I wouldn't
2: have had them had he been at school. Correct. You know what I mean? So I am very thankful for those. But it was very frustrating on an everyday basis to just kind of not be able to get done uh, the things I need to do, especially when we're talking about Instagram, which is a world like you need to constantly be on your game mm-hmm. or you're going to be left behind. And that's kind of right. this new this new thing of like always producing more and more and more content, you can really quickly get sucked up into that mindset, which I was. And I really had yeah. to learn to, you know, slow down a little bit.
1: And that's fine. Right. That was my lesson and for quarantine slow down. Slow down. And so when it's not quarantine, do you work from home? Like, separate yes. from quarantine in normal life, you work from home, right? Yes. Yes. So what, well, like, do you, what, I mean, I guess it's different when you're in quarantine. I also work from home, but I don't have kids. But how do you, um, like, what tips would you give people that are, you know, started working from home for the first time in their life only two, three months ago? And you've been doing it for a while. Like, what are your, do you have a, a designated working space? I do. So that was also, Um, not so
2: great during quarantine because Jordan took over my designated working space. So my working space got moved out to like the kitchen dining area, which of course Uh, ADD, like I am washing dishes, vacuuming, like doing all kinds of stuff, not even related to work during nap time. But when I'm in my designated space, like I am right now, I get stuff done. I don't have distractions. Um, I move the dog bed in here, so he's good. Um, but I literally will map out every hour of my day,
1: and that's you, how you I have mature. to really you schedule every yes. single.
2: You have to. I schedule every single hour, almost wow. exactly that's, to where I. How need the, and so, sorry, go ahead. Oh, just down to when I need to leave to pick him up from school.
1: Everything is oh. kind of written down. So what if something that you're doing that you think will take from two to three o'clock is like two to four o'clock, you just like shuffle things. Do you get like stress? Are you, are you a type A personality? Like how do you? I am um, so, I am so type A that
2: it is a problem. uh (laughs) Um, If I don't get something finished that I really needed to do, that cuts into my Bravo time, my real Mm -hmm. half life time, my Netflix time that night. Um, it, It overlaps. And I would love for every night for me to put down the phone at seven o'clock, but it's just not, not the case. not the case. Like it just can't, it can't happen. <laughs> and so last night I was in here typing away, um, just some notes for some things that I had due today. And Jordan yeah. comes back and posts his head in. Cause I told him like, I want to watch this Jeffrey Epstein Netflix thing. Yes, I'm And dying he comes to watch in it. and he's like, Ur are we going to watch this tonight? Or no, I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to stop typing. And you know, so it's just kind of like, it's not every night,
1: but some nights I'm right. still in here after dinner. Exactly. And it's just, that's how it is, right? Like that's yeah. just why it has to happen. No, it's hard, especially when you have, you know, a significant other and or a child. And I mean, to be in the same space, I mean, this has been a test of relationships, I feel like the last three months and, and <laughs> it's <super> wild. <laughs> it has been a test. That is, it, it, it sure. truly has been. So, so the last portion of my podcast is the, um, little quick fire round with super mm-hmm. fun questions that have nothing to do with anything we just talked about. Ooh. So I'm our, um, what should I start with? Okay, so I'm going to just jump in. So, if you could have drinks or coffee or lunch or dinner with anyone, living or dead, who would it be?
2: Oh man, wish I would have had more time to think about this.
1: Can I give? A top I know, three? And that's why I throw. It Can at I give you. a
2: top three? Okay, so I really would yeah, love to go to brunch and have like a boozy brunch with Andy Cohen. Yeah. I just have so many questions and like, I know mm-hmm. if I gave him a few drinks, he would start spilling some secrets. So totally. I would definitely want to do that. Um, yeah, I guess that's my entertainment answer. If yep, hmm, I mean,
1: gosh, I would think he's probably my top three for sure. Top. Yeah. I, I that would be, a, that would be a really fun boozy brunch. I would want yeah. to be at that. Boozy brunch. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, if there was a movie made about your life, who would play you? Oh, wow. You know, I don't
2: really know if she looks like me Yeah. Uh, or, you know, most actresses aren't that tall. So that's also, I'm five nine. <laughs> so oh, right, if right. we take that out of the equation, you know, let's see. I love Rachel McAdams. I loved her when yes. she was in Mean Girls with blonde hair. I don't know if that work. would work now, but in in that time
1: of her life, I feel like
2: I would have wanted her you to go. You could see that happening. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm into that. I'm into that. I can see it. Um, if you could go anywhere in the world right now, if like Corona wasn't a thing or, you know, you know, no issue getting on airplanes, where would you go?
2: I would definitely go back to Italy. And... Mm uh, do the Southern part. So we've already done Tuscany and Florence and, um, kind of drove a car all over that area, but I would love to do the Southern part. So the Positano, I'd love to get on a boat and go to Capri. Like I haven't done any of that.
1: I would love to do that.
2: Love it. And Mm -hmm. if
1: you could only bring three items, people or pets are already, people and pets already there if you want them there, but three items, what would you bring? On the trip with me? Yeah, if you could only bring three things. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Self-tanner.
2: <laughs> Self-tanner. <Yeah. laughs> Number one. And then yep. I guess I'd only really need a swimsuit and a, a cover up that could double as an outfit.
1: Yes. <laughs> there you go. You're there so go. efficient. <laughs> I guess I choose though. Yeah, maybe it depends. You could buy him there. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. I could <laughs> buy shoes when I get there. Yeah. Oh, um, if you, what would your last meal on Earth be? Oh, definitely Mexican food. Mm. Definitely a good
2: guacamole, a good margarita. Yes. Um, Do you like queso? Because I would just want love quesos. I'd just stick a straw in that if that was my last meal. <laughs> it's just I know, I know it would be
1: Mexican. Mexican food. Love it. Love it. Um, what's your all time, all time favorite Holy grail beauty product.
2: Oh, this is hard. This is probably the hardest one you've asked because I am such a crazy person when it comes to skincare. So I have, so many products that i use on an everyday basis. It i looks like you can pick three. <laughs> okay, three. Top 3. Number 1 would be the SkinCeuticals CE Ferulic uh serum. I hear it's amazing. It is amazing. 100%. Then wow. i would put okay. a retinol like some mm-hmm. but not just like one from Sephora like i would get an actual dermatologist like to to give yeah. you a retinol. Like I use the Obagi, tretino, Tretinonin, um, that's okay. retinol. And then
1: three would be a great eye cream. <laughs> oh yes. that's Im- So what's your favorite eye cream or do you, do you so, try different ones? I've
2: been trying a ton of different ones. I think a good, just light everyday one is, that I just finished, I just emptied this one. It's the Philosophy. Um, gosh, it comes in a little jar.
1: I can't remember.
0: Okay, philosophy is the, the
1: brand. Good to know. It's like spongy. great to know. Good,
2: it's like kind of like spongy. It's not really a cream, so you just dab your finger in it, and it's very light. Perfect for every
1: day. And it works <laughs> amazing. Like if you I know, really like, know. It's a noticeable difference. Wow. Uh, okay. Did I really? I enjoyed it. Oh, good. Good to know. Amazing. If um, w- uh, what fashion trend would do you hope never makes a comeback? Like one you just never got on board with?
2: I never got on board with Crocs, but- (laughs) Would you consider that a trend though? Because I never liked those. Well, here's the deal. My 13, almost 13 year old little sister stayed the weekend with me and her and my dad ordered her a tie dyed pair of Crocs. And I was like- (laughs) what is going on? Like, what are you, she's like, these crocs, you cannot find them anywhere. They're tie dye. Um, you have to like, she got on like all these websites, finally found one in her size and ordered the tie dye crocs. I kid you not We go the next day. She wants this. Like there's this new ice cream place that uses liquid nitrogen to like (laughs)
1: freeze. Okay. Yeah. I've seen those. Yeah.
2: The girl behind the counter making the ice cream had the tie-dye Crocs on. The same exact ones she ordered <laughs> the day before. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, is this a thing? Like, is this? Oh. And well, it seems like. And she, in her mind, she's, she's gung-ho with it. And she said, Crocs are back. And I was like, I didn't know that they were really
1: here ever. Yeah, I, I wish they weren't ever. I don't know what it is about them. They just make me feel uncomfortable. You know, like the whole yeah. house or the... The holes, and you know, at one
2: point they had little accessories you could decorate the holes with like charms. Uh,
1: yeah, that's, yeah. You know, it's funny because I would have said that too. I just didn't think of them as a trend, but to your point, certain generations maybe are just all about them. So. I think in the South too, uh, there's pre-
2: yeah. probably a little more <laughs> popular here, <laughs> um, but I will say a few years ago. I did get a campaign invite for Crocs with socks. That was the hashtag Crocs with socks. <laughs> when <Wait, laughs> did you take the campaign? No, I didn't take okay. the- <laughs> No, I think that's probably something a lot of people don't realize, but there's a lot of things bloggers will say no to one of them. You know, I drew the line at Crocs with socks and <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> the campaign was literally like show off how you wear your socks with your Crocs. And, I thought it was a joke. Uh, like a month later, I saw people in my feed actually participating in it. And I was like, okay, oh. well, there you go.
1: But it was like cool people. You know, like I'm not really – cool, like city cool. You are cool, but I can't imagine like cool people wearing, because Crocs in general, I think are just, there's something about them again that makes me a little nauseous, but Crocs with socks, that just tastes like another (laughs) way.
2: Hashtag Crocs with socks. I wonder if you could still go search that hashtag and find the picture. I
1: might today, like that might be my afternoon activity when we're
2: done. um, I do, but now they have the Birkenstocks that are kind of made with the same True. material. I
1: actually got a dupe pair off of Amazon recently just to try them out. They yeah, and look, they're comfortable and, sure. you know, it's funny. I mean, look, everything comes back, but I don't think I could wear Crocs. No. I don't. But I, I am just, wearing, not that I'm cool. I'm wearing... Croc material Birkenstocks today. You there you go. There you go. Oh my God. So funny. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what advice would you give to your younger self?
2: Oh man. I would maybe, you know what I wish I could do? I wish I could go back and take business classes. Yes. And I think about this all the time, how as an art major who, you know, thinking of art as a career, don't you think you really probably need some, some business uh, right. experience or just how to write an invoice, how to do your own taxes? Like I would go back and, and, and give myself a little, uh, a little
1: boost in the business department. Mm -hmm. I love that. And what motto or quote or saying do you try to live by every day? (sighs) Is that a hard one or your favorite quote or your favorite motto? I'm going to tell you one that
2: stems all, it goes all the way back to high school. And yeah. they would say it every day on the announcements. And I thought it was so corny and dumb. And I started telling it to Jordan every morning when he leaves for work. Yeah. Oh, what is it? It's um make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. And he literally looks at me like he wants to just like peel out on two wheels. He's like, Goodbye. Because I, I kind of like, like that. I'm like I'm like, make it a great day or not, and I try to wait for him to to finish it. And he's like, whatever, bye. <laughs> <laughs> make yeah, it a great I, day, bye. Hey, <laughs> um, but I do think of. A lot of you know how your day goes does have to do with how you started out mentally. So make. It I agree. Day. I love
1: that. I think that's with a great people. one. I love that it goes back to high school. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, before we fully wrap up, for those who haven't followed you yet, I'm sure most are following, but those who haven't, how, where can they find you, follow you, listen to you, all the things? Oh
2: wow. Okay, there are a lot of ways. So the first <laughs> one would be my blog, and here's the thing: they're all different. So my blog is a pinch of lovely dot com and mm-hmm. I originally had an Instagram handle that was the same, but I since changed it to at crystal with a K crystal dot bear cloth. Mm-hmm. And anytime I say my name over like audio or over the phone, they're like bear claw, and I'm like no,
1: <laughs> I don't hear bear. It's definitely fair, like it's f as, fair. In, as in like fair, like <laughs> not good, not
2: bad, but fair, but fair. <laughs> fair and cloth. And I actually had a, a fashion week one year, I know I'm going off still, but some, I was talking to someone who asked me the name of my blog. She asked me my name and she was like, well, why wouldn't you just name your blog fair cloth? Like that seems like much like it just makes sense. Wait, like, As a meaning, blog. like the
1: website would be Faircloth?
2: Yeah, Faircloth, like two separate words. And I was like, you know, that's not a bad interesting. idea. Interesting. But I wasn't married yet when I started my blog. so oh, that would have been weird. Um, but I did think she had an interesting point. And I was like, you know what, if I ever, you know, did suspect you know sustainable fashion it would be fair cloth you know
1: yeah i actually love that i love that idea oh so cool. crystal dot fair cloth
2: and then uh slow your scroll is the podcast yes. name
1: on itunes wherever, wherever. podcast wherever yeah town. and i'll link to all these things yeah that's amazing cool. well Thank you so, so much for doing this. I'm so, we did like a little podcast swap. I
2: know, I know. (laughs) Well, if you haven't heard, um, Julie's on my podcast too. So you better go back. I am. And I'll link
1: to that too. And I'll be pushing that. Yes. Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And there you have it. Hope you loved this episode with Crystal. It was so much fun to record. Be sure to follow Crystal. Check out her podcast. Check out the episode we did together on her podcast. Uh, Check out her website, her Instagram, everything. And as always, you can follow me at lauren on all social media channels, especially Instagram. And again, be sure to check out Patreon.com slash lauren if you're interested in my different membership options. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I'll be back very soon. Bye-bye.